Welcome to the Autumn Miles Show with your host, Autumn Miles. Autumn is an author, speaker, wife, and mother. She's the founder and CEO of The Blush Network and the author of Appointed. Autumn's vision is to engage our culture with the bold truth of God coupled with raw faith. Now here's your host, Autumn Miles. Hey, this is Autumn with The Autumn Miles Show. How are you guys doing out there today? I am obsessed with you. Moms, I want you to pull over to the side of the road. I want you to turn up your radio. But we have got an author um, on today. She wrote a book called Mom Set Free, and there is actually a Bible study to go with it. We're going to talk to her in about, uh, I would say, about a minute. Give me a minute of announcements. Welcome to the show today. I'm your host, as every day. Um, Guess what? This show needs support. Um, It is a, a funded show by you, by you. If you're listening and I said you, it's you. Um, you know, we are so blessed for people that have, have really stepped up and said, listen, I want to support the vision and the mission, um, of the autumn mile show, but you know what, I'm going to just put it out there. I'm not really afraid to ask because I know that God is going to fund our vision. Um, but if, if God lays you, uh, lays us on your heart, listen, autumnmiles.com, you can go and donate. We'll take $5. Um, I'll take $2. I'll take five cents. Okay. Um, because I believe that everyone has something to give. You know, the, the Bible is very, very clear about giving only if this ministry has touched your heart, no guilt, nothing like that. If the ministry has touched your heart, please go autumnmiles.com, click donate. Um, if, if you feel the Lord leading, we love you guys so much. And thank you for those that have given over the years, uh, to, to bold truth and raw faith and getting the word of God out there. Okay. Um, all you moms that are, uh, you know, push your, push your seat back in your Toyota Sonata. <laughs> Actually, I don't even know if that's Roger a minivan. <laughs> I don't even know if that's a minivan. Um, I want to welcome to the show my guest today. Her name is Jeannie Cunyon. Welcome to the show, Jeannie. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be with you today. I'm so happy that you're here because we need to be set free over here. Okay. We really need I to do, I do too. <laughs> every day. Every all day. Over again, every day. Every day. Yeah. Amen. Every Thank day. you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. So, Jeannie, you you are a mom of four boys. And yes. um, I'm a mom of four. And I had a guest on last week that she was a mom of four. I feel like four is the new two. Do you know what I'm saying? I do. I mean, I feel like that. everyone's having four kids. It's like becoming cool. You know, you know, 10 years ago, you had a boy and a girl and that was it. Four kids is the more is the new American dream. That's that's kind of what that's kind of what I'm feeling. What do you feel about that? I mean, it's funny because I have a lot of friends who have three and they <laughs> treat us like four is more like 10. It cracks me up. <laughs> it's always like, well, you have four. So you get a pass. <laughs> right. Right. You have three. Three's a lot. And I, don't know, but four is so much more. Like, I don't know. By three, you're outnumbered. Yeah, so is four really that much more? I don't know. I, I, I don't know either. I don't know what I feel like. At this point, we're drowning, so why not keep going? Right? Like stay under. You know? <laughs> That's right. That's stay, right. Hold on for dear life. It's so funny though because I look at people with two kids. I, I'm not. I'm not a judgmental person, but silently sometimes I'm like, they're like, I'm so stressed out. I'm like, really? You want to double that? Let let's let's double that, and we'll, and we'll see what you come up with. Uh, uh, I have some who have one who I feel like their one is more than my four. Really? Uh, you know, and then there's some people have eight. And I'm like, they act like it's one. It's all, it's such a mystery to me. The whole parenting thing is such a mystery to me. 
It really is. All I know is yeah. that we're not having any more. <laughs> we're not yeah, having any more. We've reached All our capacity. Last words. Last words. Yeah. That's what we I, said after three. Right. Right. Oh, right. Yep. Next. Next time. And then right. Seven ne- years later. Right. We had next, our fourth. next time we'll have you on our show, and I'll have like seventeen kids. Um. You know. <laughs> who Who knows? The kids are addicting. Kids are addicting. Right. They um, are. They really are. Okay, so there's. Uh, I, I really want to get to your book. Um, okay. Because I, first of all, Mom Set Free is not just a book. It's also a Bible study, which I'm obsessed with. This um, Jeannie, um, our show is all about bold truth. I'm obsessed with God's word. It is the answer on every subject, especially concerning you. Okay. Um, I, I say this a lot. I say this all the time. So I love the fact that we don't just have a resource as a book. We also have something that. Listen, moms out there, grab your girl gang um, or do it, do it via Facebook Live. Get make a make a small group on Facebook. Do a Facebook Live Bible study. I know how busy moms' lives are, um, and and you can actually pick up this and go through this with your with your girlfriends, um, <clears throat> so you guys can get set free on some mindsets that that uh, you, you may have in your group. So look it up. Yeah, it's not just a book. It's and then there's study. a lot of moms who are, um, I've been so encouraged by so many moms who are actually doing the Bible study on their own. And then they're so impacted by it that they're creating groups saying like, I never thought I could lead a Bible study, but LifeWay's made it so easy to lead this study. And, and I'm so excited about the Bible study because my hope is always that my words will ultimately point people to God's word mm-hmm. uh, because that's where hope is found. So the book is woven with so much scripture but the Bible study allows you to crack open your Bible and look up passages and, and reflect and pull apart mm-hmm. this truth, these promises in God's Word that really do have so much power to free us from mm-hmm. all of these pressures that we're carrying around as parents. Yeah. So I really am so excited about the Bible study. So Jeannie, tell me about where did the concept of Mom Set Free come from? Where was the where, where was sort of the seed planted in your heart? Um, because Jesus knew how much I needed it, and that's just the truth, honestly. You know, I um, my first book was called Parenting the Wholehearted Child, and it was about how do we parent with grace. Mm. And woven into that book was the underlying message that, you know, this is not a formula that we can apply. The yeah. only way that we can give grace to our kids, that we can reflect the heart of our Heavenly Father to our kids, is by knowing it ourselves, mm-hmm. by allowing His grace and His love to transform us our own hearts, and so much of parenting with grace is really just an overflow of our own life being anchored in it. Um, and so the feedback after that first book was, I love that you talk about how that's important, but I'm still stuck. Mm. Like, how do I get there? How do I, how do I begin to believe that God loves me on those days when I am the kind of mom that I'm so ashamed of, you know, mm. that when I keep making the same mistakes and I just feel like I'm disappointing God and I'm damaging my kids and I want to parent with grace, but I'm so stuck in shame and fear and guilt. And so, and, and, and I got that because I, as a mom of four boys who ranged from 13 to one, wow. um, am very overwhelmed by the magnitude of my role in their lives. And I bought into the lie that um, parenting is all about God relying on me mm. to be a perfect example for my kids to follow. Mm-hmm. And what God wanted to show me in the writing of Mom Set Free is that that's not what parenting is about at all. Parenting is about us relying on God, mm. to captivate our children's hearts despite all of our mistakes. Mm. And so that is really where Mom Set Free came from. It's just this idea of it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. And when we believe that and when we embrace that and when we live in that freedom, it will transform the way we parent our kids. Mm. 
Uh, but Jesus really just did his work in my own heart and continues to. Like I said, you know, people, I am not, you know, it's not like I've got this thing mastered. Every day I have to go back to the good news and say, Lord, you know, help me walk in freedom because the enemy every day is going to tempt us moms to put those chains back on so that joy does not live loud in our homes. Right, yeah. it's his greatest tool. It's just making us believe that it's all on us, and it's not. And yeah. that's what I want moms to know. Yeah, I love that grace. You know, when you factor grace into parenting and the fact that God's grace will sustain you, it really changes your outlook on how on how you parent. The pressures of parenting, hence the title, "Mom Set Free." You know, I feel like in the last, um, I don't know, since the social media Pinterest era age. Um, and yeah. I, I'm just speaking from, you know, my circle and the women that I talk to on a daily basis. Um, there is there is the pressure of being a parent, of course, but then there is the pressure of appearing like you're a good parent as well. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, <clears throat> we're looking at other people's lives and, you know, people that we follow, people that we respect, people that, you know, maybe maybe we're just good friends with them. And we're sort of watching it through this lens of of perfection and, you know, oh, I, I, I can't get I, I've, I've I'll stand on this forever. You know, all these uh, new moms or moms of toddlers or maybe even, you know, my my oldest is 12 and then I have two two year olds and I got a nine year old in the middle. Um, but there is such a pressure to be at everything, to be, you know, be involved in the kids' lives, which, which of course we want to be involved in our kids' lives, but it's almost as if there is guilt associated with you not being at the school seven days a week or you not um, being the president of the PTA or you not, you know, you don't, your kid doesn't have those shoes. Um, you know, there is so much pressure that, that we, God never put on us. But we are putting Never. on ourselves to do. So I I know, because I hear from them all the time, like, I'm sure you do too, Jeannie. How do we combat these pressures of, I have to do that, I have to be that, when maybe we can't afford the Jordans. We can only afford, you know, the Walmart shoes. How, how What advice would you give to that mom? I'm really feeling like there are some moms that are pulled over. I know that there are. Um, yeah. <laughs> what, what would you say to that mom today? Yeah, there's, you know, that old adage, compare and despair, right? Yeah. And, and I know it in my own life that every, every single time I start to compare some other mom's beautifully manicured outsides and her perfectly looking life with my very messy insides and the reality of what my, I know our life is, I feel like a failure mm. every time. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's such a, it's so predictable from the enemy to make us compare you know, we, we were under the assumption that because we see these other moms at the playground whispering when their kids disobey, right, mm. because we're all performing for each other, that <laughs> we, we have no idea that she wars on a, like a lion inside her own wall, mm. right? Like we're comparing what everybody else is doing for each other from this kind of performance-based perspective mm. and forgetting that we are all human, we are all fallen, we are all broken, and we all need Jesus. Mm. And I really do feel like God wants us to parent in the confidence, not of ourselves, but of who he is and the confidence of his sovereignty. And he, and he wants us to believe that, that when he called us to motherhood, he will be faithful to see us through motherhood. Mm -hmm. I mean, I talk to moms all the time who say things like any other mom could do this better than me. Mm. Um, I just feel like I'm not enough. I feel like everybody else is, you know, you know, cooking all these gourmet meals. And like you just said, and I'm doing chili for the, for the sixth night in a row, right? <laughs> um, and 
And the invitation is to um, to be moms of comfort and compassion. And, it, and the only way that's going to happen is if we're willing to go first. Mm-hmm. If we're willing to say, you know, I don't have it all together, and that's okay because I have a God who does. And, and the only way that happens is by knowing who we are in Christ. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's literally, it is, it's so simple, but it's so hard to do, which is, Jesus, you, I know who I am in you. I know the value that I have in you. I know the significance that I have in you. You loved me enough to lay down your life for me. And so I don't have to, I don't have to worry about looking like I'm keeping it all together in front of other moms because Jesus, you know, I'm not, and you still love me. And at the end of the day, that is all that matters. And we will, and we will despair and we will feel like failures until that is what matters most to us. It's so good that you're talking about this and that you've written this book. By the way, we're talking to Jeannie um, Cunningham today. Uh, you can look her up on our website, JeannieCunningham.com. She's written a book, Moms That Free. She also has a Bible study to go with this. But Jeannie, what you're talking about is a shift in the perspective of parenthood making God the center. And as our culture has sort of drifted away from the Bible, you know, I, I there's so many people that are like, I believe in Jesus, I believe in God, but I don't need the Bible. I've just, you know, I do my right. own spiritual thing. What? What are you talking about? Yeah. How, do you, how do you go intimate with Jesus or with the Lord or without getting in his very word that he has provided for us? And it's almost like that with parenting, you know, um, and the shift is totally different. Um, God has given us the playbook. He has given us principles. He's given us wisdom in the word um, to, to, to measure up to what his yeah. standard is. And yet we measure ourselves by the pressures of the world. Um, I, I, I find this so frustrating um, a lot. And a lot of times we'll take those pressures of the world and we will transform transfer them. Oh, I'm getting tongue tied today. Transfer them to our children and really put a lot of pressure on them to measure up and yeah. not not sort of extend grace to our children. Talk about you talk about in the book. And actually, this is one of the questions that, that your team uh, gave us. Why do we think as parent? Why do you think we as parents can be so tough on our kids? I'm really interested in that because I think a lot of these pressures that this society is putting on us moms we transfer over. You got you got to make that home run hit. You got to make yeah. sure that you're nice to your teacher. We got to bring the candle every Christmas to your teacher. Um, why? How can we set ourselves free from transferring that pressure to our children? Yeah, I mean, I think it's similar to what we're talking about, which is why are we so hard on our kids? It's because so many of our identities are anchored in our kids' performance. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a hard thing to look at as a mom. Um, but we have to love our kids enough to be willing to ask ourselves the question, is my worth anchored in my child's performance? Mm. When they succeed, do I feel like a success? And when they fail, do I feel like a failure? And am I passing that pressure down to my kids? Because mm. it is a burden that they are not equipped to carry. Yes. And they will crash. Mm. They will. They cannot carry the burden of feeling like, what they get right and what they get wrong, that our identities are hinging on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really bad right now. I, I devote a whole chapter to saying, hey, let's, you know, and I hope in a very gentle and tender way, and, I, and I've done it with myself, is, you know, am I, um, is, my, is my significance anchored in my child's success? Mm. And a lot of us, it is. And Jesus is saying, hey, 
I want your significance yeah. anchored in me. Yeah. And then not only will you be a mom set free, but you're going to be empowered to raise kids set free. Yeah. Um, because we have never, I know you know this, but we've never seen a generation of teenagers who are more anxiety ridden than the current one ever. Yeah, I know. I mean, it is, it is literally like we, we are, all these good things are happening. You know, um, a lot of statistics saying a lot of, you know, kind of the negative behaviors are down, but what is skyrocketing is anxiety mm. and suicide. Mm. And part of that is social media driven. But the other part of that is the pressure that parents put on their kids to be perfect. Mm-hmm. And they can't handle it. They can't handle it. No, we want right. we want the grace from God as parents, but it's almost like it's hard for us to transfer that to our own children. Uh, Jeannie, I cannot tell you how many ball games we've sat at. Where <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to be real. You know, we've sat yeah. at, but our kids are involved in in sports, and you know, we we lived in such an we live in such an incredible community. However, I, last year we're sitting at a. a T not T ball is not T ball. What's what's after T ball, Dan? Uh, little league. So we we're sitting in a little league game, and all of a sudden there are two dads punching each other feet yeah, from us. Surprised. And yeah. I am like, you know, of course I'm totally horrified. You know, I've got my toddlers there. You know, we're like it's supposed to be a family outing at the little league park. They're punching each other. There's there there we I went to a volleyball game. Um, earlier in uh, late late in the fall, and there was a mom who went up to the coach and assaulted her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm looking at this, going, "What is happening? What you just said is so incredibly crucial." Now, clearly, these people probably need the Lord, but um, we they they are putting so much pressure on their kids' performance. And their kids are seeing their parents brawl, their their mom assault the coach. That it is it is speaking. What you just said is is crucial because we have these teenagers that are um, committing suicide because they can't handle it. They cannot handle yeah. it. Um, what yeah. are some practical ways that we can um, we can show our kids grace? Um, some practical things that that maybe you write in the book that that we can sort of display the grace that God has given us. Yeah, I do. In fact, the whole third section of the book and the Bible study, the last few weeks of the Bible study, are all about what is it what does it look like to parent with grace. And I think the most important thing um, that we have to remember is because there's so many um, there's so many misunderstandings about what parenting with grace is. A lot of times, people just think it's like, oh, we all love each other, right? Like love and more love. Let's just throw love around like confetti. And it's that it's the absence of boundaries and rules and consequences, and it's not. Because if we look to Scripture, what we find is that God disciplines those He loves. Amen. And um, and so discipline is part of parenting with grace. But the most important question I have to ask myself over and over again when it comes to parenting with grace is really it boils down to what would it look like to reflect the unconditional love of God to my child in this moment? Because grace is the unconditional love of God given to us in the person and work of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And so grace does entail consequences and boundaries in training and instruction. But the question is, how can I always weave the love of God into the way I do that? How can I remove the shameful messages? How can I remove the guilt trip? How can I remove anger, right? How can I remove my anger? Yeah. Um, because that is not how God disciplines us. It's God's kindness that leads us to repentance, That's is right. what Scripture says. It's not His anger and His wrath and His shame. Mm-hmm. It's, 
It's actually the kindness of the Lord. It is the grace of God that makes us want to repent mm-hmm. and run back to Him and get our do-over. Mm-hmm. And so every day the question is, Lord, how can I reflect your heart to them today? Mm-hmm. How can I be a vessel of your love to them today? And and that is kind of the starting place for what it looks like to parent with grace. And then I talk very specifically, you know, application in different situations um, throughout the book and, you know, how, how do we apply that in different different scenarios. I love that. You know, I love what you just said, too. Um, grace is not about lack of discipline. You know, the Bible tells us um, clearly what you just said. He, 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 uh, those he loves, he disciplines. But also mm-hmm. as parents, I, I mean, you know, we're, we, the way my husband and I parent, we're very high in love. Very, very high. We tell our kids we love them 1,700 times a day. Maybe not that many. Yep. That's embellishing. But, um, but a lot. But we're also equally high in boundaries and discipline. They know mm-hmm. that if they cross the barrier or the boundary that we have set, there will be some sort of discipline. Um, and I, I've actually had a conversation, especially with my 12-year-old, and ask her about about discipline, not her permission, but what do you think? What do you think when mommy and daddy, when you know that there's a boundary and you cross it and there is some sort of discipline? And you know what she said to me? She said, it makes me feel safe. I, love I was it. like, That's so awesome. You're 12 years old. It's I true. wish I could have got that on the radio. <laughs> have you, I think it's, I know. I love that you did that with her. I think mm. that's so beautiful because, listen, when can you imagine a kid coming to you and saying, hey, mom, I really need you to enforce boundaries. It yeah. makes me feel safe. Mm-hmm. Right? I need you to say what, you know, you know, do what you say and say what you do. Like, I need to know that I can count on you. They're not going to come to us and say that. But at their core, they need to know mm. that, that they're safe with us yeah. and that they can count on us to be true to our word and that we love them enough to not try and be their best friend right now, yeah. but we love them enough to be their parents, that we're willing to sacrifice, you know, being their hero in the moment yeah. so that we can, we can raise them up to be these extraordinary men and women who love and chase hard after God, mm-hmm. right? It's that our goal, but we're so busy trying to like get their affirmation and their yeah. admiration. And that's, that's not okay. That's not healthy. Right. You know, you're, you're, we're their parent, and we got to play that role with deep, deep love. And I love what you said, because I think because you have this deep well of love with them, it gives you the ability to be, to have those boundaries, because mm-hmm. they know how deeply loved they are. It's when the love is lacking, and then you try to be the boundary enforcer. Yeah. That. It's hard, it's, right? It's, they're like, it's not balanced. You don't have the love to fall on. It's not balanced. Yeah, it's not balanced. Yeah. One of the things that one of the girls, and we only have a few, a little bit of time left, but um, one of someone I was giving advice to, you know, they were, they were struggling in their mommyhood and how do you live up to the expectation of your parents and whatever. And I looked at them and I was like, did God give your child to your in-laws? No, you are that child's mom. So God wants every attribute in you to pour into every attribute in that child. And I even saw freedom sort of come forth. You know, mom, we're, we're trying to be held. We, we hold ourselves to expectations of other people when we have to understand God gave us that child to parent. So he is going to equip us based on his appointed position um, for them here on earth. What would you say to the mom that's struggling to live live up to that um, in-law parent situation, pressure uh, right now? You know, I love what you just said. I mean, it's, you know, it's so hard to believe sometimes that um, God chose us to be the specific parent for our children, because we so often feel so overwhelmed, and we're caring so much, and uh, we just feel so insecure in our role as 
moms, and especially when we've got these other voices speaking into us saying, this is how you can do it, or this is how you should do it better. And um, I just want to encourage any mom that's, that's feeling that way, because um, the Lord was very intentional in what he Amen. chose to do with you. And there's this prayer by Brennan, Brennan Manning um, that I love so much. And it, it says this, it says, Lord, when I feel that what I'm doing is insignificant or unimportant, Help me to remember that everything I do is significant and important in your eyes Mm. because you love me and you put me here and no one else can do what I am doing in exactly the way I do it. Mm. Amen. And he didn't write that prayer about parenting, but I think it's so important because we get caught in the just a mom myth or we have guilt over the working mom myth and, or we have in-laws who are telling us, you know, we're not measuring up or we should do it a different way. And I just feel like that prayer frees me up. You know, no one else can do what I'm doing exactly the way I do it. And Lord, you, I am significant in my children's life. You chose me on purpose, but then we can surrender to the fact that God is sovereign. So Amen. yes, mom, you are significant and what you do matters a lot, mm-hmm. but don't carry the burden of thinking that it's all on you because you have a sovereign heavenly okay. father who um, is in control and loves your children even more than you do. Awesome. We're going to have to leave it there. Jeannie Cunyon, thank you so much for being on our show, guys. Go grab this book. Mom set free. Uh, do the Bible study by yourself or grab a uh, grab your girl gang and, you know, meet on Tuesday morning at Mommy and Me or, or whatever it is. I don't actually I don't know if you can do a Bible study at Mommy and Me. So don't go with me on that. <laughs> but uh, gra- grab a group of, of girls and go. Through this to, yeah. D- you, you get your girls together. Get set free. Parent those kids. We are training children to be the next generation um, and to bring the gospel to this world. Uh, Jeannie, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for having me. This was awesome. Thank you. And thank you out there All for right. listening. I'll be right back here tomorrow on the Autumn Mile Show. Thanks so much for listening today. The Autumn Miles program is listener supported and your donation to keep it on the air is appreciated. To make a donation, visit autumnmiles.com. And with a $100 donation or more, you'll receive an autographed copy of Autumn's book, Appointed, Your Future Starts Now. Join us next time for the Autumn Miles Show on The Word, 100.7 FM.